0: I'm recording. Mike is recording. I I see the button is on, and I'm ready. Are you not, Sim? No,
1: we're not going to fill nine minutes. We're not filming. We're recording. Phil, We're not going to fill nine minutes.
0: (laughs) This is, I guess, I'm not listening very well to you. But that, you know what? That's something that you don't do great either. (laughs) Listening is not our strong You have
1: no idea what (laughs) we're doing right now, right? Yes, I do. What are we doing right now?
0: Right now, we're doing a bonus episode about fantasy football.
1: Yes, and with... Oh, with you're going to look at your notes? Ma-
0: Matthew Barry.
1: <laughs> yes, Matthew Barry. Who's who is the ma- king And who's Matthew of, Barry? He's the
0: king of fantasy
1: football. little more uh, background on him. What is he? O-
0: what is he? He's yeah. a man born in America
1: <laughs> what who is he, enjoys what is he fantasy do? football. He works with ESPN. He's a senior fantasy sports analyst for ESPN.
0: Hey, everyone. <laughs> I'm so delighted tonight to have Matthew Barry, who is the king of fantasy football. He also works for ESPN And uh, we're just couldn't be more thrilled. Actually, this is true. I don't mean to sound sarcastic because I'm just sort of ribbing Sim. But truly, this is a really cool honor for me because I get to grill him on things that I know nothing about. And I pride myself. Oh, Sim is signaling to Mike that he needs a wine glass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anna, I will have to say, though, you've really impressed me when it comes to football. The past couple of years, you really have shown some competence
0: I am so resisting telling you to fuck off.
1: I think that a lot of it has uh, to do with the fact that you and Chris are essentially the biggest celebrity fans of Seattle Seahawks, right?
0: Well, I think a lot of it has to do with your consistent underestimation of me.
1: You continue to surprise me. That's true.
0: After 16 years. You know what you yeah. don't do? Surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> You continue to be the ignoramus that I expect. Enough
1: enough about me, but honestly, (laughs) I am am really impressed with your knowledge. And I know you were excited about this. We are going to call Matthew right now. We are excited about this because football season is around the corner, yeah. And more and more women are getting into fantasy football, right?
0: Do you know what I'm imagining you right now, as? (laughs) What I'm imagining you as like an eighth grader in like your bedroom that kind of smells like a lot of sperm. You have an imaginary <laughs> microphone, and you're like, I'm a sportscaster.
1: <laughs> that was me. I did that. I totally I wanted to be a sportscaster growing up. Of course. That was me. I think I told I you I know.
0: That. I feel like you're more excited about this than
1: you are most Well, you knew, you knew how <laughs> excited I was about Shaq. Yeah. Anytime we had an athlete, we, we've only had one athlete. Yeah. Um, well, David Bautista is considered yeah. an athlete as well. Matthew Berry, he's not an athlete.
0: I know, but he's incredibly knowledgeable, as you are as well. You see me tap into, like, my childish, like, improv shit that I I, and I can't stop. And you're like, Anna, please stop.
1: I feel like you're doing this bonus episode just for me. You know, you're doing this because, you know what, I'll just humor Sim. What you don't no. understand is that I promise you people are really going to appreciate Listen, Matthew's I'm, advice. I'm
0: not, yes. No, I'm excited. I have a lot of questions to ask him. You know, I'm trying to learn about football. It's a fascinating game. And uh, I don't know.
1: And your husband is also joining a fantasy football league, right? And we'll talk to Matthew about that as well.
0: I have a question for you. Yeah. What do you like about football? Like on a gut level, what do you like about football?
1: Okay, well, I feel like sports are the only real reality TV that anybody should be watching. It's the only thing that's completely unplanned. It's exciting. You can get behind something. It's something nostalgic from my childhood. I love everything about live sports. I love live football. Football is my favorite sport.
0: Is it? Okay, because I I would have guessed maybe baseball.
1: Baseball, I'll watch during the playoffs in the World Series, and I'll follow my team, but I can't watch 162 games. That's ridiculous. Anybody that that has time to watch 162 games during the regular season, three hours a game, there's no way.
0: Rank your top, like, five sports.
1: Nobody cares. No one cares about my favorite sports. Come on. No, somebody does. What's your favorite sport?
0: Uh... Football. Yeah, I do like watching football. Okay, so
1: we're close to calling... But I
0: don't know what's going on, but I still like it. Uh, Yeah, we're close to calling like Do
1: you feel like you have trouble being a fan? Like you don't know what to say when you're watching a game?
0: Well, I don't... I'm not quite clear on a lot of the rules because there's a lot of Mm minutiae and illogical rules that don't make a ton of sense. But I do love attempting to sort of tap into... I like to sense how
1: a team is doing emotionally. Let's talk to Matthew about that because... Mm -hmm. You brought that up to me before, and I, I know, thought it was it's super a, interesting. It's really no, interesting. It's,
0: it's so sweet of you to say. I don't know. Is it I like, too, it. like Feminine, because
1: you, I like how you get into the heads, the minds of the actual <laughs> athletes. <laughs> All right, we're calling Matthew Barry. You're,
0: Barry. you're so much more generous with me than than you I are am with, with me. Yes. Yeah, that's
1: probably
2: true.
1: All right. So baseball, no more? I like baseball. Hello? Matthew Barry? Yes. It's Sim. How are you? And Anna's here as well.
0: Hi, Matthew Barry. Oh, my gosh. This is a big thrill.
2: Hi, guys. How are you?
0: Thank you for taking the time.
1: I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan of yours for years and years. I'm, uh, obviously, you knew that because I sent you an email saying what a huge fan I am. And we're calling you because... Anna is sort of getting into fantasy football. His, her husband is getting into a league right now. Do you want to talk to Matthew about the league that Chris is getting into? All
2: right. So are we on right now? Just out of curiosity. I don't know yes, if we, yeah. we are. We're, we're, we're on. You're on, on right, right now.
0: We're recording, but we can edit yes. out anything. If you want to say the word pussy, that's totally fine. Pussy, pussy, pussy.
2: Appreciate <laughs> that. That's a good heads up. That's a helpful I thing. even I'm say cunt compt- on occasion.
0: Right <laughs> I'm sorry, Matthew. So my husband just joined a fantasy football league. It's his first time. So Chris Evans, John Krasinski, Anthony Mackie, I can't remember, somebody else. Um, and I think that they've put up a little bit more money than, I, than my husband wants Wait, to tell what, me. Wait,
2: what's the buy-in?
0: I don't know, but I don't want to ask because I think... You think it's like 500 600 You guys don't
2: discuss finances or like...
0: <laughs> Here's what I know. When Chris and I went to the Super Bowl in Arizona when the Seahawks lost that epic game mm-hmm. against the Patriots, I tried to console my husband, and he revealed to me he lost a substantial amount of money to Chris Evans. So since then, I just don't inquire, which I think is a healthy way. i'm smart. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't ask,
2: don't tell. Right. Don't ask, don't tell. I get it. <laughs> well, I have a couple questions about the Celebrity League. So sounds very impressive. Sounds great. I know... Krasinski a little, little bit, but not much. He's actually a ringer. He plays a lot of fantasy ball. This is probably ah, like fourth league. The other guys I don't know. Um, is it like private? Like did someone set it up, or is this like for publicity kind of thing? Like is it a public league, or is it just like they're all just buddies?
0: Not public. They're all buddies. I think Chris Evans probably and, and John Krasinski set it up and recruited my sweet husband, who has never done this before. So I have a strategy. I want to know. What you think about this? Should I get into this? Yeah, or not? let's get
1: into this right now. Um, first, you should know—I'm sure you already know this—but Chris Evans happens to be a huge Patriots fan, and Chris is a huge, and my and Anna husband, are yeah, huge Seahawks. Seahawks. They're from Seattle. Yeah,
0: although I was born in Baltimore, so I still have like a, a Ravens loyalty a little bit. Okay, so my strategy, knowing nothing about how fantasy leagues work, I was thinking that I could secretly text Chris Evans and John Krasinski and Anthony Mackey, like, and my husband would know that I would be doing this. This would be the secret. Saying, like, okay, you fucking dicks. You guys recruited my husband into this fantasy football league, which is going to take up all his time. I'm super pissed at you, but I'm more pissed at my husband. So here are his top picks. Right. But it's a trap.
2: Got it. They wouldn't actually be as top picks. They would be, like, bad picks.
0: Exactly. Like, I would tell Chris Evans, like, he wants to get Tom Brady immediately because um, he knows it's going to piss you off.
1: Give Matthew your strategy for drafting Tom Brady because I don't think it's a good strategy. I have my own theory on this, but I want you to explain well, to Matthew what you want Chris to do. I feel
0: like if Chris Evans thought that Chris Pratt was going to draft Tom Brady immediately, then he would give up one of his picks emotionally because he has
1: to have Tom Brady. See, I don't think he's going to do that because I feel like Tom Brady shouldn't go until a much later round. Right. But Matthew, if, if we know that Chris Evans is really attached to Tom Brady, would it be a smart move for Chris to draft Tom Brady maybe in the third round early and then have him as trade
2: bait? I'm totally down with that. I'm on <laughs> for it. I get it. They're going to hate
1: uh, me if I do actually
0: follow through this plan.
2: And you know what? If they do, screw them. Who cares? They, <laughs> they dragged your husband into this thing, right? <laughs> right.
0: But it's also, I want my husband to win.
2: Right. Here's the thing. So that, that's what I would say is, is my advice. I always, in, in situations like this, so what's exactly the goal? If the goal is to try to screw with these guys, I think there's lots of different ways you can screw with these guys. If the goal is to help your husband who has not played fantasy football before win because you don't like him losing whatever sum of money they're playing for. And I assume, given the people involved, who shares a it's, lot of money? Yeah, it's probably not 10 bucks. So, my point is is that I think what you guys can do, there's a couple of things that I would suggest you do if the ultimate goal is to win. So, your husband's never played before. I can tell you, we've had, I have my own podcast. Plug it. Go for it. Yeah, ESPN Fantasy Focus available at Pod Center or on the ESPN app or at iTunes. So, anyway, we had Krasinski on our podcast, and not counting this one, I know he's in three leagues. He's like a hardcore player, so he gets it. I don't know about Mackey or Evans or some of the other guys you mentioned, but do you know, like, have they all played before?
0: I think so. I think my husband's the only one. I'm sure
2: he's the only one with no experience. Has, yeah. So understand that they all know this. And broadcasting on this podcast doesn't help. But
1: mostly women listen to this, so it's okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, but all you need is one. Somebody is tweeting. As soon as they hear this podcast, is going to tweet, you know, at Krasinski or at Anthony or one of those guys and be like, you know, trust me when I tell you, there's a bunch of weasels out there. They're all weasels. Mm-hmm. So, so, <laughs> so they, they're all aware, or they will be by draft day, that your husband does not play. He has never played. So they are thinking he's the biggest fish in the world. Like, this is easy money. This yes. is dead money walking. So what we have to do is the first thing we have to do is put a little bit of fear in them.
1: By the way, Anna's taking notes. <laughs> this is amazing. I want to put fear in these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, Matthew. I'm sorry.
2: So you can edit this part out. Um But I will offer, because I'm a fan of Chris, I'm a fan of yours, and so I will offer my services as a personal coach to Chris. Wow. No way. Oh, my God. So now, he's not necessarily an inexperienced guy. It's the senior fantasy analyst for ESPN. That's my actual title, believe it or not.
0: Oh my God! The head
2: guy, Matthew, the authority of all Matthew, things fantasy football, is going to take
0: be my personal
1: coach under your wing. That's insane.
2: He
0: was so bummed that he couldn't be here. Oh my God, Matthew, that would be unbelievable.
2: Happy to do it. It's absolutely my pleasure. If you're going
1: to be Chris Pratt's coach, that means that he's your only celebrity client. Then you sh- you can't <laughs> you can't coach anyone else.
0: You can't make him commit to that. Well,
1: let's see what he says.
2: Then I would have to say no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a lot of things, but I'm a loyal guy. So I have other people that, I, that I've that i been helping for years. Are you I helping Rappaport? Is it, it better not be Rappaport. Michael has somebody that runs his team for him, but it's not me. No, I don't help Michael.
0: But Matthew, listen, he would love that. And I know he was so bummed that he couldn't talk to you today. He's doing reshoots uh, for passengers and anyway, but... I know that he is going to be feeling a high level of competition coming into this as a newbie, and he's going to be getting hazed by these
1: guys.
2: What hopefully that will do is we can announce that and and Chris can just be honest with it. So at least we're on on an even level. That's true. What I'm going to try to do is try to teach Chris a little bit about fantasy football so that, you know, it's all, you know, give a man a fish eats for a day, teach him to fish eats for a lifetime kind of thing. So my plan is not to run the team for Chris, but help him out along the way so that by the end of the season, he feels really confident about, um, about fantasy football because it's, it's something I'm happy to do because Chris is a big star. And if I want Chris to have a great experience with fantasy football, I don't want your marriage to hit the rocks. <laughs> I love you guys as a couple, want to see you guys succeed. So it feels like there's a lot riding on this league. So I feel like it's my public duty to step in and help out here.
0: Matthew, how do you deal with um, people who are emotionally invested in their hometown teams? You know, because we're both Seahawk fanatics. Right. How do you get like the... It's a
1: good question. I'm always, I'm a New York guy, so I'm always
2: drafting Odell first. Right. And I think you can can prey
0: on your competitors if they, with their hometown loyalties, right? Right,
2: right. So the, it answers your question. Again, it sort of goes to what's your, what's your ultimate goal, right? So if Chris Pratt's ultimate goal is to basically join the league, have fun, not embarrass himself, then I would say, let's, let's go Seahawks all the time. This is the team you're going to watch and root for. So we'll draft Russell Wilson. We'll draft Thomas Rawls. We'll go Baldwin. We'll take a late flyer on Jermaine Purse. We'll reach for Tyler Lockett around early. You know, We'll reach for the Seattle defense early. We can do all that.
0: I like the way you're talking. It's very hot.
2: I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, Not something I often hear on podcasts. So, (laughs) If the goal is ultimately to win, then we have to divorce ourselves from hometown favorites. You know, because here's the thing. You guys are going to be rooting for the Seahawks regardless. Right. So you don't need to worry about that. You know, I mean, like whoever you own on your fantasy team, you're still going to root for the Seahawks. And like I'm a Redskins fan. That's my team. But I, you know, I own Dallas Cowboys. I'll play all sorts of players because I'm ultimately still always going to root for the Redskins to win if they're playing the Cowboys. But there's no reason that Des Bryant can't have three touchdowns against the Redskins and the Redskins win 41 to 40. It just narrows what you're rooting for. You just have to root for a very specific outcome.
0: Has there been, not for you to call anyone out right now, but has there been an instance where you saw early on that a early draft pick was overrated?
2: Honestly, that's what I do, is I evaluate players based on where they're going in drafts, and I either love them or hate them. So I analyze and make a prediction on 300 players every week during the NFL season, and I've Damn. done it for 17 years now.
1: Is Keel Elliott is a good pick, right? You, you would pick him over David Johnson?
2: I have David Johnson one spot ahead of Ezekiel oh, you do? Elliott. Yeah, but I don't think it's a bad pick. Okay. Again, like that's one of those, it's like if you'd rather go Zeke Elliott, then I don't have an issue with that. It's all sort of personal preference as well. And that's what I would say. So I don't know, like, I don't know Chris Evans, right? Like, so I can't offer any insight into that. Is Chris Evans the kind of cold-hearted killer that he doesn't care about the Patriots? Um, Like, if you were in a league with me and you drafted Kirk Cousins, I'd be like, fine. I don't care. Like, I'm still going to root for Kirk Cousins.
1: But so Chris Evans is probably going to want Tom Brady. Yeah, they're
0: both probably Chris Pratt and Chris Evans, although Chris Evans has played, I think, fantasy football for many more years. Yeah they do have the same emotional hometown feeling, I suspect. So they may be playing a little bit on the same emotional level Mm. in that way, which may be their weakness, Matthew. So I love this idea of like playing on an unemotional level with this.
1: Uh, Chris wanted me to ask matthew about um some late round sleepers and where should he draft big ben he really likes big ben a lot
2: i'm not as high on big ben as other people are this year so this is one of those things like like i don't know how much you guys want to nerd out on your podcast for your audience i'm happy to get down in the weeds with stats as to why ben roethlisberger isn't great
1: i would be happy to do that i think we're gonna bore every one of our listeners if we do that
2: but i am I'd be happy to
1: yeah no fuck no this is awesome <laughs>
2: So we do these things called consistency rankings, like in a standard 10-team league, how often does a quarterback finish as a top 10 player in a given week at his position? So in theory, what you'd want to do is if there are 10 teams in a league, the 10 quarterbacks that should be started that week should be the 10 highest scoring quarterbacks. So over the last three years, Ben Roethlisberger has been a top 10 starting quarterback in any given week, 33% of the time. It's a very low percentage. Yeah. Uh, For example, Russell Wilson is somebody who actually is over 50%. Drew Brees is over 50%. Right uh, In that particular category. So he's just, he has some big games, but he also has some real stinkers. Um, he's got a couple of his weapons that are, um, one's out for the year, one's hurt.
1: Antonio Brown can't do everything for him. So,
2: I mean, Antonio Correct. Brown, is it, he's still going to be, would you say he's a consensus number one overall? Uh, yes, he is the consensus number one pick. So okay. what I'm happy to do, if you guys want, and even if you don't, you should say this because I think it'll intimidate that league. I'm happy to like have a sort of total nerd conversation with Chris and we can do this off air so that we're not boring your audience with a bunch of nerd stats like what I just did. What I was going to say to your female audience and what I would suggest for you, if I may, and to anyone out there listening, who's just like, oh, it sounds so stat heavy. It's nerdy. I can't do it. Yes. I promise you my wife knows less about sports than you do, Anna. Tell She joined a fantasy league three years ago, you know, obviously because of what I do. She a loves it, and b it was a way for her to understand the NFL. It sounds like you're somewhat of a sports fan. You're at least a Seattle fan. You just never played fantasy football, right?
0: Right. There's a lot of things I love about football. I know this sounds like I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, which is very true. But I do feel like I can gauge the morale of a team. Okay. I love a huh like a young. Hung, (laughs) but hungry team as opposed to sort of an older establishment team. And those seem to me like the most interesting games when you've got a team like the Seahawks or the Panthers and the Cardinals uh, versus the Patriots or, you know, Green Bay Packers or like these older establishment teams that have a lot of structure in place and a bit of old school mentality. And then you've got these highly experimental, interesting, young, hungry players that are incredibly quick uh there i don't know there's something delicious about watching that and uh, and that that level of hunger i can relate it and it sounds so fucking ridiculous but i sort of relate to it as an actor um just the idea of like let's prove ourselves let's prove ourselves um and in the hierarchy of the older establishment teams so you get a lot of defensive and some to some degree offensive players that don't necessarily um feel the same drive towards uh, leading a team to a championship because there's one hero. There's a king. And um, that's how I look at it as a woman.
2: Sports is emotion, right? And it's passion. And I feel like I want to say it's a Lombardi quote. I could be wrong on that. But it's something about defense is all about who wants it more. You know, and that's one of those old sports cliches about like, who wants it more and who's going to get up for the game. But there is a truth to that. Like who's going that extra effort? They're all elite athletes at that level. Sometimes it's coaching, sometimes it's performance, but ultimately it's also about passion and and hunger and, and football is sort of this, you know, primal sport. Um, there has to be, uh, you know, some level of sacrifice and to your point, Ana, about proving yourself. Um, I'm not an actor, but I have a lot of friends that are. I think it's similar in most walks of life, right? That the people who are successful are... Like, I'll just take myself, for example. Like, I think I'm pretty good at what I do, but I honestly think the reason I'm at the position I'm at is because I just outworked everyone. I just wanted it worse than everyone else. And, and when fantasy was, you know, very in its infancy, I was hearing from a lot of, a lot of media companies were like, nah, 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 that's nerds and it's people in their basements, you know, in their mom's basements, blah, 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 all those bad stereotypes. I kept, you know, ignoring the nose, and kept knocking on doors, and kept knocking on doors, and eventually got to ESPN. And eventually got them to listen, and many years later, wound up on a podcast with you two.
0: Um, okay, so wait, before we have a few more questions to can, ask you, can but can I, I ask
1: Matthew one question no. before we get into? No, I have to I've, ask her. I have, I have to ask him. To, him do you, okay, you, so you have funny, any idea I, what a dream? This know, is for I know, me. I
0: know. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but, I just have okay, one question. Okay, fine, it's then really then important. I, okay.
1: Okay. My girlfriend Amy, we've been dating for about a year now. So her family is really big into football and fantasy football, and they have their own league. I was invited into their league and I said, I'll only do it if Amy does it as well. So she begrudgingly said, yes, I want to get her excited about this league. I want to get her excited about football. And I just wanted some tips from you. I know that, you know, you said your wife doesn't know much about football. How do you get someone excited about football and fantasy football in general? Like she's nervous about the whole draft process and the fact that she doesn't know the players. What do I tell her to kind of, you know, calm her down?
2: Here's what you would tell her. And I, I would give this advice to Anna as well, because I want Anna to play fantasy <laughs> as well. Yeah. The this this goal is to try to suck Anna into a league before oh I God. get off this podcast.
0: Then that might mean that I, I hog you to myself, Matthew.
2: Um, and so what I would say, Sim, for you in terms of uh, your girlfriend is I would say, like, look, there's a reason that almost 50 million people play this between the United States and Canada. They're not crazy, like fifty million people. Yeah. Um. Between the United States and Canada, twelve plus. And the reason they do that is because it's fun, like it. It's just it's really fun. So so her fear is is like well I'm not going to know the players right. She she has a fear of it. Right. If I'm interpreting correctly, of, she doesn't want to look dumb. Right. She doesn't want to look like quote unquote the dumb girl that doesn't know sports.
1: And her family is really competitive. They're a family of overachievers. And And she's she's also an overachiever in her own right as well. So if she's very competitive, so of course she wants to win, but she doesn't have the knowledge that everyone else has.
2: Understood. But here's what I would say to her. First off, you're bringing the knowledge. So she's co-owning a team with you. So don't worry about it. She'll be drafting her own team. Um, Get her a ranking sheet. I'll give her your top 300. So give her like my ranking sheet. Hopefully it matches up with the scoring of her league. But if all she does, and she doesn't know anything, if all she does is she takes my rankings, what she should do is literally like, as the draft goes along, literally just cross off names on the list as they get picked. And when it's her turn, she should pick the highest remaining player on that list. I don't know that that's a championship team. But that will be a team that does not embarrass her. Gotcha. That will be a team that will be able to be, that will compete. That'll be like sort of middle of the pack. And what my wife found, because my wife had the same fears. What my wife found is similar to like, if you say like, well, I don't speak a language. Well, we drop you in a foreign country where you don't speak the language. You'll figure it out pretty quick. It's like a crash course. And so I always say one of the great things about fantasy football is if you're a football fan, it gives you more of a rooting interest. It makes you enjoy football that much more. If you're not a football fan, it gives you a reason to watch and to enjoy. So my wife, who was never a sports fan and never enjoyed and never understood it, now understands, she doesn't understand all the nuances and everything like that. But now she knows, oh, I've got that quarterback playing and I'm playing our son like we play with our kids. She's like, I'm playing, you know, David, and he has running back on the other team. So now she's got a rooting interest to watch that game. Right. So for someone like Amy, I think what you can say is like, look, honey, one of two things happens. Either on Sunday, I go off on my own and I watch football all by myself. But now if you're playing this, this is time we can spend together. You and I can watch. <laughs> I love it. Together on Sunday. <laughs> is the, why are you laughing, Anna? Don't laugh.
1: No, because it's a wonderful way. <laughs> why are you laughing? Every, I think it's I think it's a great idea.
0: I do, too, because truthfully, I really love watching Sunday football. Well, I love sort of doing around and I'll check in every once in a while while Chris is watching Sunday football because it means that I sort of get to like do my thing and then I'll pop in and check the score or whatever. I love the tradition of that kind of relaxing Sunday.
2: So, Anna, that's what I was going to say, is that if you joined a fantasy football league, uh, it's something that you and Chris could enjoy together because you're obviously always going to watch Seahawks games. But now you might watch a Cardinals game because you own Carson Palmer or a Steelers game because you own Ben Roethlisberger. And suddenly you have a rooting interest in those games and those games become more fun for you to watch.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me.
0: Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, I'm writing down Carson Palmer. I named my dog after Carson Palmer. (laughs) Uh, This is a question that I didn't run by Sim, but Matthew, if you could eliminate what you view as an arbitrary rule in the NFL, what would it be?
2: Uh, An arbitrary rule in fantasy football or just the NFL? Just the
0: NFL, like coin toss or I don't know. I
2: mean, I think the celebration rule is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. What is that? It's, it's, It's entertainment like let them do anything they want. Who cares? You know, there's all these rules about can't use the ball, can't use props. They can't... get
1: penalized if they do a dance. Oh, that's horrible.
2: Let them go nuts. Let them do whatever they want. Let them show personality. The, these athletes are out there. They're they're risking their lives. Uh, it's a violent sport. They're under helmets. You know, there's there's so few players that really pop in terms of national recognition because of that. Like, Somebody's got a cool touchdown dance or a move or wants to do something. Like, what am do doing? Who cares?
0: And I would even love to see a penis every now and again. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't actually really because it's kind of traumatizing. As you're watching a your game? I don't know. I'm just wondering. <laughs> uh,
2: like. Cut to Anna's Twitter suddenly getting tons of dick pics. <laughs>
0: oh, please. Oh, God, please no.
2: You know that's happening right now. Like just nothing but like a bunch of athletes gonna send to your DMs. You know that's happening. I
0: just <laughs> wanna be an innocent person. Alice and Janney showed me like a big dick pic that her friend sent her yesterday and I was just like, Oh god, can I rewind the last thirty seconds and have Please, could I have never seen that? This is that.
1: Alice and Janney's friends' dick pic? Yes, and I was just like, what? Why did Alice and Janney's friend send, send her oh, a dick pic? Oh,
0: because, you know, they That's do that, they and do? then she was just like, hey, Anna, check this out. And suddenly I'm looking at, I, I don't want, I want to maintain, I just want to be as innocent <laughs> as I <it> can be. <laughs> Please. Anyway, Ugh. but um, they should be able to
2: dance and celebrate. But I think, Tim, can I ask a follow-up on Tim's question there? Absolutely. So I understand, like, whatever, Allison's just showing it to you. Like, can you believe this? But why did the friend send it to Allison? was like, Allison like those pictures?
1: Oh, yes. oh, you want to talk about the dick pic? Yes. Why is
0: Yeah, yeah. But, well, Al- Allison has lots of uh, dear gay friends, and they, like, constantly want to shock her with huge <laughs> dick pics. And then she feels the need to show them to me, and she'll, you know, she'll she'll pose it as like a oh my god you're not gonna even believe this look at this <laughs> like i'm about to see something like a serious like suicidal note from one of her friends or something and then suddenly i'm staring at someone's huge penis and i just don't want to do that <laughs> I, my mind is already way too fucked up as it is i don't need any more complication in it okay so wait uh matthew if you have a couple more seconds um yep
1: we do a segment on the show called deal breaker or not so- yes so, are doing a fantasy football edition for you.
0: Imagine you're single. Okay, you're having a Super Bowl party. And this is imagining that you're single without five children. Yep. You're, you're having a Super Bowl party. And in the middle of a tight game, your girlfriend of six months says adamantly, you got to put the burgers on the grill now.
1: Deal breaker or not? Deal breaker.
0: i like it i like it um because can i yes yes
2: the segment are you allowed to yes yes or is it just totally you're allowed to elaborate my girlfriend saying that at that moment has established two things she doesn't understand me Mm
1: -hmm.
2: right this game is super important i'm hosting i'm the host nor does she trust me because I've figured out the burgers. <laughs> I'm not going to want to cook during the game. I know I'm going to want to watch every second of the game. I've either bought them before or I've got someone cooking. I've figured out the burgers if I'm the host. I so love it. she's saying in that moment, she's saying, I do not trust you. So you you don't understand me at all. You're not a match.
0: I got to tell you, that would be a deal breaker for me. And I'm not even like a big, you know, li- like someone demanding attention during something that's really important to me. Right. Of course, that would be... That would be a deal. But maybe she gives an amazing blowjob. I don't know. We haven't explored that part.
2: But if you're six months in at that point, then you're you're sort of over that at that point. Even at six months?
0: I like that. That, uh,
1: Do we we want to explore this with Matthew or keep going?
0: (laughs) Well, I I like it (laughs) because I'm a terrible blowjob giver. So I'm I'm grateful that (laughs) only that that like that's only appealing for less than six months so, <laughs> i guess i've crossed that line with my sweet husband
2: no i mean like well you know listen there has to be more than that i mean you know it, it depends on other factors or whatever i suppose at some point that runs out right that's what i that's all i would say Is that, you know whether it's whether it's six months whether it's a year or at some point like a really a real relationship needs more than just that to sustain it
0: you're a good man i try you're i, I like you you're a, you're a good man um Okay, next question. After your team loses the Super Bowl, in the final seconds, she tells you, it's just a game.
2: Yeah, that deal breaker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I may have done that with Chris. I, in a, a wait, version wait of you, that. you did that during the Super Bowl? Not quite, but... Um,
1: that would be the worst no, thing to do that. No, I didn't
0: do it, but right after the Seahawks lost to the Patriots in Arizona when we were there... I was just like, oh, baby, um, it's going to be okay. Like, I like, I didn't say it's just a game. You didn't say it's just a game, Could that be the worst thing you could say. Yeah, yeah but, I, yeah, but you're I...
1: Comforting him is one thing. That's fine. Uh, yeah, you should do that. but I
0: didn't do a great job. But, well, and he said, he, like, grabbed me by the shoulders, and he was like, you need to let me grieve. I heard True. that, and I was like, oh, yes. And I, because I was grieving, too, but I yeah. just wanted him to feel better. Right. No, that makes sense. But not by giving him a blowjob, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's not being a team player. I was going to say that's at the point, that's where you start getting naked and just, you know, like, let's not talk. And like, <laughs> mm-hmm. let me take his mind off of that. But there you we go. Were, that's we, you, were, right.
0: we were still in the stadium, though. <laughs> Even better. No, I, I was, I said it way too soon. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want you to be happy. But he was like, you got to let me grieve. It. And yeah. I should have
1: really. How long did he grieve? Because that was a tough loss. It was a
0: tough loss. And oh. we were there with Chris Evans. Um, yeah. So that's why, Matthew, we really need your help this time around with the fantasy football. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, what, uh, no, done and done. Two more questions. Uh, she buys you a jersey of your favorite team with her name on the back and presents it in front of your guy friends while you're watching <laughs> a game.
2: Not a deal breaker. Ah, oh, I like that. Right. That's cute. That's
0: cute. Yeah. Right. I like that.
2: Here's why. I mean, really bummed, never wearing it before, you know, we'll, we'll get endless amounts of crap from my buddy. Sure. But I feel like that one is more about misguided, um, <laughs> you know, like that. that's more like trying to help but just misguided, you know, trying to be supportive and, and just in a misguided way versus look at me, I'm most important, you know, I don't care about your needs, it's all about me. Like I feel the first two examples were just more about uh, like the girl, and this is more like, you know, here, honey, we're in love, and like here's your favorite team, like I know enough to know that the Redskins your team, and it's like my name on the back because, you know – We love each other. And look, I got a matching jersey and it's cheaper than tattoos. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's just that's it's bad form, but it's misguided bad form. Even
0: though you might get hazed by your guy friends. I love it. I love that. He's a sweet guy. He's a really good
1: guy. Yeah. That's
2: great.
0: That's very sweet. Okay, last question. Would you give up your starting quarterback or
1: sex for the entire season?
2: My quarterback. Like, like, what are we talking about?
1: (laughs) I guess quarterbacks are really deep this year, aren't they?
2: Exactly. I mean, this is a little fantasy tip that the quarterback position, like this is one of the things I'm going to tell Chris is like, you know, we're waiting on a quarterback. Wait, wait, wait on a quarterback. There's probably 20 good quarterbacks this year for fantasy You're in a 12 team league. Like there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks. So I'll give up my starting quarterback. I'll just grab somebody off the waiver wire.
1: You can pick up a Tyrod Taylor really late. He'd be a good quarterback for you as well. So it'd be fine.
2: If even if you're saying like, you know, you have to play without a quarterback for the whole season, in fantasy football or give it up. Like I'm like, no, 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 whatever. Look, fantasy <laughs> football is supposed to be fun, but you know,
1: but sex is completely today. different. Exactly. Come on, stop. There you go. All right. I like that. Well we though. know where Matthew's priorities are.
0: In a good place.
2: I appreciate that. Lots of therapy. Lots of therapy's <laughs> gotten me there.
0: Should we do one last one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. You've got your best guy friends over, your girlfriend, and let's say she's a relatively new girlfriend, is doing an amazing job serving guacamole and beer. Yet she okay. keeps loudly commenting on the sluttiness of the outfits of the cheerleaders. Oh, my God. They're so slutty. And they don't even get paid anything. But so they're just like high school, like obnoxious sort of female hating on whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that a deal breaker? Like, And all the guys are just kind of silent because they don't want to engage because she's clearly Mad. <laughs> All
2: right. So I have a I have a two part follow up to ask. Can I can I ask some more yes. details? Oh yeah, sure. sure. Have I asked her politely not to? Hey, honey, we're watching the game. Do you mind? Have I said something like that and then she's completely ignored it? She's flown past that.
0: Yep. She's past it. She's a little buzzed. She just is kind of. I mean, she's clearly a little jealous of the sexy girls, but she doesn't want to admit that. So she's kind of ragging on him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Right. I guess, to be honest, like that's maybe a deal breaker. It, it would depend on where I was in the relationship with her and, you know, and sort of how I felt about her and, and sort of how frequent the comments were and everything like that. Because there's two sort of things going on there. Right. So one, it's just rude that you're interrupting the game. Like, hey, I got the guys over. But who knows if all the guys are like BSing and they're talking about their fantasy teams, or they're talking about the mm-hmm. chicks as well in a different way. You know, whatever. Then we're all just commenting on the on the cheerleaders. If everyone's just sort of silently watching, like it's the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl kind of thing that's going on, <laughs> you're like, all right. The other thing is, is like you always sort of like, why? To your point, like, Anna, you're like, oh, she's jealous. So like, you have to think, like, is this a girl that, for some reason, a woman that I have somehow, you know, feels really insecure, has self-esteem issues, something like that? Like, where is it coming from? Is she is she just so narcissistic that she doesn't like doesn't want me to have fun with my buddies, right. you know? And so she's trying to draw attention away from her or is it coming from a like an insecure place because
1: Matthew's really analytical. I feel like it's not just about fantasy football for him. I feel like he analyzes yeah, this life good. in general. Do you listen to
2: the podcast, Tim? You said you did, right? I do. I'm a, I I told you. I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan of yours for years. I'm very flattered. So, anyway, so like on the podcast, I actually do dating advice. Like goofy dating advice like this every once in a while mixed in with the football. So, as <laughs> the result of, uh, you know, a failed marriage, uh, currently successful second marriage oh hey we're hey yep. we're in the we're, same yep. boat we're, we're in the we're same both. boat anyway if she's like really insecure like this is gonna be me but like let's say for example you know like i don't know what's going on with chris evans right but since we brought him up like chris evans he's a good looking guy he's a movie star he, you know he's world famous right so i could see like somebody dating chris evans like being really insecure about like oh my god you probably dated like supermodels and all these things and then like so I could see that scenario playing out with like somebody like Chris, you know, so you're just sort of like, oh, you know, like you want to be gentle, you know, and, and understand like sort of where they're where the motivation's coming from. But if they're if they're doing it just to, you know, be narcissistic and, and kind of bitchy, then yeah, deal breaker.
0: Can I call in sometime to your podcast and be the obnoxious girl that you Because what I like about the last question is that this woman is proud that she's serving your friends. <laughs> Her homemade guacamole right. and homemade fried chips or whatever. But then at the same time, she's knocking and, and sort of taking down the cheerleaders that are sexy and cute. And that kind of juxtaposition is kind of amusing to me. Is that fucked up?
2: all of us are like complex people, right? None of, very few people are very black and white because I'm sure like in that scenario, not to get too deep in this this fake woman that we've invented, but there's probably like all, that's all that's all that's going on. Like, I really like this guy and I want to like impress his friends. And so he's having his buddies over on it. I want to prove that like I'm a cool chick, you know, and like I right. make this guacamole and I'm in a cute outfit and I did my hair and the whole thing. But on the other hand, like, oh my God, like maybe he's over there and like she comes in, she's bringing in beer and saying like, oh, you know, Remember Madison? Oh, God, that chick is so hot. Why'd you get rid of her? You know, and she overhears something like this.
0: Ooh, ooh, this is good. This is a good
2: play role. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm getting all into it now. And, you know, what are they wearing? And right, it's the four o'clock game. And so then, you know, then she gets a little insecure as well. Like we're all we're all human. We're all, you know, fragile beings on this planet. Have you ever met that girl
1: who comes to a Super Bowl party or a football party and she, like, you can just tell that she just kind of studied up the night before about the players in the game and she's just kind of regurgitating stats just to sound like she could belong? Have you ever met that girl before? Oh my God. I
0: love sports. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I love sports. Like I grew up in like a sports family, like my dad, my three brothers, we all fucking (laughs) love sports. Like every one of them. Yeah, no. And I kind of like know everything about. About sports. About sports.
2: I like the sports teams. (laughs) Yeah, My favorite player is like Peyton Manning. Because I've heard of him. Yeah, exactly.
0: Peyton Manning, he's really awesome, but I kind of feel like he's sort of lost his steam. <laughs> I'm so much about Aaron Rodgers right now because I feel like he's got a lot to prove, what with his brother being on The Bachelor <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> no sorry listen I'm being like yes. I'm
1: like you're throwing being, my you're, own gender yeah, under know, the bus I know I know but it's really funny though it's funny that you're yeah, doing yeah well yeah I like it when women admit that they know nothing about the sport and they want to learn that's my favorite because when men are well, able to teach them and they, they feel like the feel sense of I feel yourself. amazing yeah especially if they're pretending to pay uh, attention to me when I'm talking about football it's amazing I love that <laughs> feeling
0: you're making me feel like I'm important for you oh. are important you uh, are heard anyways you are heard
1: I appreciate so that thank you <laughs>
2: Yeah. To answer your question, Tim, I have met the woman. I dated that woman. After my first wife and I divorced, you know, I uh, typical bachelor, like I dated up a storm up until meeting my, my second wife. I got my job at ESPN right around the time that my first wife and I were separating. And so like I was starting this whole new life. There were sometimes there would be women that I would go out with that, and they would literally say to me like, oh, well, you're on ESPN. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, like ESPN is what I do for a living. And I love sports, obviously, but like I have other interests. You don't have to, you're into it or you're not. So I used to live in Hollywood and I always felt like, like you go to a party and they'd be like, oh, what do you do? Like, it's always just the second question when you meet somebody and you can immediately tell like whether they're a genuine person or they're just like, oh, you're not important enough. You know, and they're quickly like, look, scanning the room, like depending on what you answer. Like sometimes they would be like, I'm a grip. And they'd be like, oh, great. Excuse me for a second. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm sure, Anna, you and Chris deal with that a lot, um, that you probably like, they're a fan of one of yours, but not necessarily the other, but they'll try to bullshit Mm -hmm. their way through, you know, the other one's career or something like that. Like, I don't know if that,
0: I feel like that probably happens
2: to you guys a decent amount.
0: If we ever went out, it would. (laughs) (laughs) We sort of hole up here. But yeah, people need the 30 second assessment of who you are and what you do. If it doesn't satisfy them, then they're ready to move on.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: Matthew, I can't thank you enough for doing this with us, number one. Number two, I am desperate for your advice. I would love for you to, um, I don't know if you have the time to come hang out with us or whatever, but I would love for Chris to fucking kill this fantasy football shit against all these wonderful dicks (laughs) that he's playing against. I love it that you were so game for all of these lame questions that we had for you.
2: <laughs> I don't, anytime you want to come on the podcast, I'll, really, I'll, uh, I'll range it through Sim or whatever. We'd love to have you. It. I would great. love we'll, to be uh,
0: on it, but will I be of value? Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know.
2: Oh, sure, of course. I'll... Well, Sim, you listen to the podcast. You tell her.
1: Oh my god, you're gonna have a lot of fun. If you listen to this podcast, it's not just talking about fantasy football. They talk about everything else too. Uh, Matthew, you should come over here. I, mean, I don't know when you're gonna be in LA next. Yeah, when should, are that, you? You should hang out with us for sure.
2: I'm pretty much uh, locked here in Connecticut for the next six months, but uh, I I get to LA a decent amount during the summer. I'm at the Super Bowl every year, so if you guys are at the Super Bowl this year, that would be a lot of fun because uh, that'd be great. I'd love to come and uh, meet you guys. So, do you like Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll's a great coach, no question about it. Their general manager, Seattle's general manager, a guy named John Schneider, and his entire staff is incredible. Uh, you know, those the the front office of the Seahawks is really amazing. It's a really well-run organization.
1: And Russell Wilson, as far as fantasy quarterbacks go, where would you put him? Where would you rank him?
2: He's my number three quarterback this year behind uh, Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers. So he's number three for me.
0: And so Aaron is is your man, huh? I like him a lot, but... O-
1: Olivia is a friend of, a, of the show and a friend of ours. And, yeah. And you got to hang out with Aaron Rodgers yeah. in uh, Atlanta. Yeah. From talking to him, do you think he's going to have a great season?
0: I think he will, but I don't know what kind of mental stamina it takes to... Be that kind of leader. Well, he'll uh, have
1: he'll have Jordy Nelson this year. I I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to have a uh, he's going to have a good. I mean, he's. And how are you feeling about Tom Tom
0: Brady?
2: Well, I think Tom Brady has a huge year too. I mean, he's obviously going to miss the first four games due to the suspension, but he's my number five quarterback, and that's even missing the first four games. So, I've talked about this a lot on the podcast or on various shows um, that Tom Brady plus four games of a replacement level quarterback, which means just somebody that doesn't get drafted that you would just pick up is easily a top five fantasy quarterback. So I do think Aaron Rodgers, can I, can I tell you, I have a quick Aaron Rodgers story if you want. Yeah. Yes, to yes, yes, please. So whatever, I like, you never know who knows, who knows who and whatever, I'm the fantasy football guy. But like, so a couple of years ago, I'm at the ESPYs and I'm like at an ESPYs after party and there's Aaron Rodgers. And I'm normally not, you know, I'm not a big like kind of, you know, star fucker and, um, And I tend to actually love to not meet players that much because I have to evaluate them and talk about them on air. So I'd rather not like, you know, if I like them and they suck, I'm just like, you know, so I actually try to avoid meeting players when I can. But that's Aaron Rodgers. Right. You know, and he's like best quarterback in the NFL. He's amazing. I'm a big fan of his. And I'm I'm sitting there and I'm talking with a friend of mine and he's sitting there. And at the time he's single and he's talking up a a young lady. So I don't want to, like, you know, um, screw up his game either. Uh, This is many many years ago and I'm sitting there and I'm like, how do I approach Aaron Rodgers without A, screwing up his game or B, being a total douche, right? I just can't, I got to figure that out, but I do want to meet him because I'm a big fan and when's the next time Aaron Rodgers and I are going to be in the same room? I'm talking with a friend and my friend's like, can we go get a beer? And I'm like, no, I'm trying to figure out a way. You have to stand here so I don't look like a total stalker freak. You know, I'm waiting to see if, you know, Aaron stops talking to this girl or whatever. Uh, at some point he must see me out of the corner of his eye obviously Aaron has you know amazing peripheral vision and so Aaron just sees me over there reaches out his hand and says hey Matthew I'm Aaron
0: that is so fucking cool
2: and like totally puts me at ease and I'm just like how the hell do you know who I am and he's like honestly all I watch is ESPN HBO and ESPN that's all I watch fuck and I'm like oh my god thank you and he's just like and then he's just like you know, like, I saw what you said, like, last week, and, like, he quoted, like, me back to me, you know, and says, I, I wow. you totally right on an analysis about, like, I said something about the Packer.
0: Oh, my
1: God. He's so like, cool. like, the
2: most awesome down-to-earth guy that if you saw, if you just dropped in from planet Mars and didn't know... That guy was like, Oh, what a normal, cool guy hanging out at the bar talking football.
0: That's fucking awesome. That's a good story to cool? yes. the yes. story to yeah. end on.
1: Yeah. Because Matthew, we've taken yeah. up we've taken up like an hour of your time. I know. And
0: I love it that like we're in these positions where we get those like yeah. moments of people that we could never have imagined, and the fact that he fucking knew exactly who you were—oh, how gratifying!
2: Yeah, right. It was just so cool, and it sort of made me—you know—I could that could have gone so many different ways. He could have kind of blown me off. He could, right? You know, but he made me feel not like kind of the the douchey stalker that I probably was at the moment, but made me just feel really good, and was you know unbelievably kind, and it was just sort of an amazing moment, and just you know, basically underscored everything I've always heard about him, which is that he's just an awesome dude. You know, in addition to, like, obviously he's great at football, but he's just, like, an awesome dude. He's just super cool, Um, you know, very chill. And, like, I was a big fan before that, and then I walked away like, dude, you can do no wrong in my book. And so, and it's lucky. I'm happy that he happens to be as great at football as he is, so I never have to say anything bad about him on TV because, you know, the guy is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But
1: you're still ranking yeah. Cam
2: Newton and in front of him. Um, hey, <laughs> w- 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 don't, don't do not do that.
1: Cam, I know. Cam runs
2: more. That's the thing. There
1: you go. I'm only kidding. I'm kidding. No, Cam is definitely the, the number one quarterback you draft before Aaron. Aaron should right. be afterwards.
2: So, and hey, I would love to say to your audience, because I know mostly women listen to this. I would love for you, just try. I promise you it's not scary. You will enjoy it. It is something you can do. There's probably a man in your life that plays fantasy football, whether it's a father, a brother, a husband, a boyfriend, a son, a, a coworker. There's probably a man in your life that plays fantasy football. Ask that person to teach you about it. Or try it. Just get into a Absolutely. league, get into a league with people that have never played I before. This. I promise you it's not scary. It's super easy. It's fun. You can do it for free on ESPN.com. We have a new app that you can download for free. It makes it super simple. So uh, I wrote it. I'll leave you guys with this, Anna. And, so, um, uh, and so this is why, Anna, I want you to join a league. Um, because my goal is here, so I wrote this article on ESPN.com called Draft Day Manifesto, and I ended it by saying, "Like this should be everyone who reads this article's goal is to invite one person that you know that doesn't play fantasy football to join this year because it's so much fun. It's very inclusive. I agree. It's a great bonding experience for for families, for for kids, for people of all ages. And so, um, invite one person in this world." Because once they try it, they'll be like, "Oh, I get it now. I understand why fifty million people play this thing. Why it's so huge." So, Sim, I'm putting it on you since you. Play, I'm doing it. This is absolutely. You've, you got to get, get Anna into a league. I'm doing totally it. I'm doing it. I'm totally
1: on this, Matthew. I'm so, alpha I'm so happy we got to do this with Matthew because this is too. exactly what the goal was for me. Yeah. I wanted this so badly. The uh,
0: whole reason why Sim it. wanted
1: to start this podcast was to talk to you, exactly. Matthew. <laughs> I wanted and to see him in t- person, <laughs> but I, you know what? Talking <laughs> to him on the phone is, is.
0: Yeah. No, thank you so much. And you know what? I, I, I'll be bugging you if you don't
1: mind. We'll be in touch over email and I'm going to talk to Chris and I'm sure he's going to be so excited uh, with the fact that you're going to be his personal coach.
2: It's absolutely my pleasure. So um, like I said, I want to promote fantasy football. So I want him to have a great experience at it. I don't want him to, you know, six months from now being like, that sucked. And Ana, if you join a league, I will do it for you as well. Oh my
0: God. I could not adore you more. You just are the best. Uh, can't thank you enough.
1: Let's stay in touch, Matthew. Thank you so much, and and good luck this season. It's going to be great. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thank, thank you. Good night,
0: Sim. How do, how does the um, NFL uh, like theme song go? Isn't there like a
1: well? I mean, every channel. I mean, dun, whether it's Fox, no, has a that's different, Olympics. Fox has a different uh, theme song. Yeah, and, well, how does
0: that go? That's dun, like the machine.
1: Dun, oh, I can't do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I don't know, Mike. No, no, Mike doesn't know. It's just Mike, Mike does does doesn't know. know. Alright, so we we should end this thing right now. Let's end it right now. End it. Do it. End it. I guess it's all over, folks. Good night and good luck.